Greetings, heroes and Force users, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And Alyssa Simmons has traveled to Valinor, never to be seen <laughs> again. All we wish her well on her journey. Les- Even yeah. the lesbians do. Yes. <laughs> and only because Annie Lennox said she could come. Yeah, right. Annie Lennox did. She. I don't believe Annie Lennox is a lesbian, though. Is she not? I don't think so. Honestly, I, I believe that's she's news married to me. I think she's married to a man. <gasps> wow, good. Which for her. doesn't it doesn't mean she's not a lesbian. But... True, true. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we have some catching up to do, my friends. Uh, we are back on our Lord of the Rings tangent. Thank. It's not a tangent. That's a negative connotation. Yeah. Our Lord of the Rings kick. Yeah. And the, uh, we are discussing two episodes today. Episode four, The Great Wave. Uh, which was directed by Wayne Yip, written by Stephanie Folsom, John D. Payne, and Patrick McKay, and episode five, Partings, also directed by Wayne Yip, and written by Justin Doble. And by God, we're Lord of the Rings fans. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought this smelled bad. Smells like a new corn here! Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. Well, it's been a minute since we had uh, just the two well, of us. Just, just the two of us. The two, the two greater components the of t- the podcast. <laughs> just a couple of bros. No, honestly, just, we're just the backbone of the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, this is the backbone. We, we very lightly but firmly we tolerate, say that. We tolerate yeah. Alyssa. <laughs> no, it's actually quite the opposite. Alyssa tolerates tolerates us. So so true. And she's she the glue that holds she's, it together. Yes. The sanity in the room. That's right. How are you, Daniel? I'm great. I mean, relatively speaking, I guess. <laughs> what, what relative? No, I'm really great. Honestly, I'm great. Okay. <laughs> what yeah. news? Huh? What news? Uh, what news come from me? Um, it's weird. I think the reason why I feel so great is because it feels like I'm uh, it feels like I'm retired. <laughs> really? <laughs> is, well, congratulations. I'm pretending like I have enough money to make that happen. It's not Fine. true. But if I say it to myself enough, it feels really nice. I think you can make anything happen by just saying it. Yeah, exactly. So if some people say that even if you think it. it wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, happy retirement. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I say that only because like I, uh, the last few weekends have been like so awesome. I, like I, I went to Catalina. Nice. Um, last, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that, um, just for a cute little birthday thing. And then I went to Yucca Valley this past weekend for another birthday thing. I'm just Sweet. like, uh, what is my life? I, I, I'm on. I'm. I'm retired. That. That's it. Fantastic. I'm just gonna say it. 
I'm retired. And then if I ever do like a really cool gag, I'm just like, I'm coming back from retirement just to do this. This one. Wow. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? So it's really yeah. special, you know? Wow. That, we, I, I didn't realize today held such significance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've, I, 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 this, this, this is so special to me that I'm willing to come out of retirement. Thank to you. To talk about the rings of power with my Thank, friend. Honestly, you know. though, and we talked about it the last time I was on. And I say the last time I was on because I have been in retirement. <laughs> yes, honestly, right. yes, <laughs> I have come out of retirement. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, that that all sounds good. Yeah, but what about you? Well, I'm, I know you uh, you've got family in town. Is that right? Yes, my mother is in town. Oh, mommy. Um, she's watching my sister's child. Oh, adorable. Um, I'm in town very briefly. Yes, Daniel and I are in the same city, but we're still. We're still over. Uh, just you Zoom. know, for the sake of uh, of continuity. <laughs> right, right. We <laughs> didn't just, want to jar all of you. Yeah, we're pretending that. I mean, there is a chance we might be getting together. That could soon. be a little reunion. That would be great. Uh oh. Really uh oh. The only people that yeah. would actually potentially enjoy that will be the people that are watching on YouTube. I mean, maybe right. like you know the people. Listening you can the hear you the can happiness s- in our voices. Yeah, you can right. feel the energy. You can he- right. feel us smelling each other, you know? Mm. <laughs> yes. No, I, I stopped in L.A. for a couple weeks to handle some odds and ends. Cute. Um, uh, so, like, mafia shit, right? Mafia shit. Greek right. mafia shit. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um. What have, what have I done? I, w- I went to a horror <laughs> night What have I Sunday. done? What have, what have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? <laughs> Uh, I went to Horror Nights, Hollywood Horror Nights, on oh, Sunday yes. night. And it was spooky. Uh, I hadn't been in a long time. It, it is quite spooky. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it but it helps to know some of the... Now, you went to, like, a preview? No, it, it's open. Oh, it's it was full. legit. Yeah, it was legit, and it was sold out. So it was... Okay, gotcha. Because I think, like, was... you went on... Um, you went the same night that... Um, Sunday night. Sunday night, right. I think it was the same night that um, Chris went. With like, I think it was like a hot topic event or something like that. Did you see oh, like cool. hot topic signs around or whatever? I did not. No. Okay. Yeah. I did not. He was saying that they kind of were like pushing them through like super fast. It was just like. Uh... Well, so speaking of which, mm-hmm. so the uh, we won't take up too much time on this, but no, let's uh, take all of the time. <laughs> so the the kind of the I'm just every change year the icon really quick. It's not rings of right. Power anymore. Right. Ho- Hollywood no. Horror Nights. <laughs> By God, we're Hollywood Horror Nights fans. <laughs> Um, but every year they have kind of a maze that's the centerpiece of the event, uh, and oh, and for those of you that are out of town, this is at Universal Studios, Universal Hollywood. Studios Hollywood Horror Nights. Yeah, um, and uh, there's kind of a centerpiece theme, and then uh, um, one of the uh, usually like ten mazes I think they have, and one of those mazes is where they really pour the money into, and it really sure. kind of encapsulates what the theme of the evening is. They and do spare no expense sometimes. They do. They mm-hmm. do. Um, and this year, and we are for whatever not reason, <laughs> no, we're not. If they would like to, we would be happy to definitely to give have us it. your money, or at least free uh, tickets. You know, what I mean? right? Right. That's fine. But this year, oddly enough, the the artist, the weekend, I, was. That was, is the centerpiece theme. <laughs> That's and... odd, honestly. I there's nothing spooky about the weekend, is and there? and well, so well, no about the weekend itself. No, 
Yeah. <laughs> no. So is like the like is the band like going through a nightmare of some sort or yeah ki- yeah k- k- kind of and and this maze is really intricately done and and quite disgusting and are they are they I mean, assumingly, it's just a giant advertisement. So, I mean, like, are they yeah, like, what yeah. are they advertising? They're, are they going on tour? The, or the weekend. Or? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Is I don't it a know. New an album, either? and I don't know if it's a case of the weekend paid to have that, or if it was the other way around. Yeah, there must be. There's obviously some sort of handshake going on. Cause right. That, so I don't know. I, I can't imagine Universal Studios who. approaching like, "Hey, the weekend, we <laughs> we would love to." I mean, maybe. I don't. I don't. Unless they're collaborating on something that I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. I, I, no I wonder idea. if like somebody Universal Horror Nights was like listening to one of their albums and was like really inspired, be like, "Wow, you know what? I think this should be in right. a Halloween I, maze." I could not tell you. Eh, who knows? But um, I'm not a scientist. So the line for all the, it was sold. It was completely sold out. Oh yeah. So all Did of the you lines do, like, the VIP were just lines and stuff? no. We didn't. That's but, tough. That's that was tough, and so we we got through about three mazes, and we started in Harry Potter land. Honestly, that's did. kind of impressive because I know that like yeah. those lines could be r- ridiculously long. So we we started in in uh, the Wizarding World, and they've added Death Eaters. Oh yeah, and very cool. So you were in like your happy place because you're like, oh my god, yes. they, they welcomed you in. They're like, oh right, Dino, right. welcome they, back, uh, welcome home. We didn't see you at the last meeting. <laughs> But the, the, yeah, the line the line for for the Hogwarts ride was about seventy five minutes. And oh that my was god! On the short end of what the night was like, but Jeez. we got in line for the weekend maze, <laughs> which is down by um, Jurassic World. Okay. and the Mummy. Was this the the one that was like clown themed ish or no? No, it. I wouldn't know how to describe it, and since you're going, I'm not going to tell. Okay, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, cause um, yeah, I, 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 I'm the the tease enough is that it's a weekend thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, just like ah, okay, it it that in and of itself is odd. But so yes. that line was a hundred minutes. Oh my! And we entered the line in what we Did thought you bring was something to do, or you just sat there and stared at each other the whole time. Well, here's the thing. So we entered the line thinking we were in the line, the the appropriate section of the line because there's oh, the line, and then the no. VIP line. So we start walking, and we're cruising along, and there's this lady who's, like, supposed to be scanning tickets for the VIP thing. Oh, yeah, She looks at us, and we keep walking because we think we're in the right line. Oh, yeah, sure. And she kind of looks at us and puts the scanner up, and then very confused just lowers the scanner, and we all keep walking, and we're like, okay, that was Uh weird. We haven't get to the front of the maze, and they're like, all right, go on in. (gasps) Oh, so you just booked the VIP? We We skipped... A hundred minute oh, line on accident. That. See, that makes way more sense. The fact that you would walk have confidently, done, folks. You probably yeah, that's it. Like go with the plan and just do it. And and the security will fold like a cheap tent. Just <laughs> They're walk. not paying them enough. No, and but but in, and it was completely honest. We 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 looked around when they said come on in. We're like, wait, what? Yeah, huh? Just kind of looking around like, wait, I'm sorry. What? Oh, okay, all, all right. right. Suit yourself. I mean, so, um, so that's just wa- what. Well, so you walk like you know what you're doing. Two, then, yeah. had you because it was it was already almost midnight at that point. Oh my goodness! So that oh that's that's. Could you imagine like paying like all that money? I mean, I don't know if you ended up paying, but like like uh, because you know you are a VIP. <laughs> um, they it's expensive, and to only go on two mazes that would be. 
Um, unfortunate. I mean, I, I, I graciously had my ticket covered by a friend, but and but they had gotten some kind of discount, so I don't, I don't think anybody had paid full price. Great, either, but that's the key. Um, never anyway, paid full price. Um, if if you're in the Los Angeles area and you're listening, go. And you've never done it before. I think it's, it's worth fun. doing. It, it is, is fun. fun, and all the normal rides are open, and and so you can kind of do Universal and yeah. And usually, Harry Potter aside, uh, all the lines for the rides were considerably shorter than the mazes. So it's most people are wanting. If you to were to kill time, then might as well go on the Jurassic World ride. Get thoked. Yeah, in the middle of the night. <laughs> mm. So nice. So, like, um, other than that, you're good? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Great. Happy to be home? Yeah. Happy to be, yeah. I, I suppose How's your this pussy? Is home. My cat. Um, <laughs> my cat is fine. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're your cat. Your cat. Right, right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that's what I meant. I'm mm-hmm. so glad. I'm really mm-hmm. happy that you're home. And I can't wait to squeeze I'm you too. until you I die. I know, I know. Um, well, when was the last time we were all together? January? Maybe. February? Or late January, I think it was late January. What the hell were did did we do an episode together? We did. We did the that was when we did the Harry Potter. Oh reunion. my god, that was then. Holy yeah. moly! We, we met up at the end of January. We did that, and I think we did another episode. It's been far but, too long. It's been far too long. Oh yeah, that was right before all the audition seasons and such. Yes, and then right. things just just Peter went off. from there. Yes, my goodness. Well, here we are. But uh, Lord of the Rings. Do we like Lord of the Rings? Uh, generally, we like it. Yeah, just generally. Tolkien. He's, he's yes, got a good head Tolkien. on his shoulders. Yes, he's going far, that one. He is. Six feet under, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> he's going to be struck uh, down. Oh, uh, yep, really. I know. Oh, God. Oh, I wish he was still around. So sad. I know. But his this... son passed away very so, recently. Yeah, Christopher. Yeah. I know, not without releasing a couple of uh, right dope ass books. I still right. that blows me away that like Tolkien had so much shit, yeah. that he wrote that they still had enough material to make like two more books just within yeah. the past like couple of years. That's insane. insane. And and his, I mean, there was so much material that his son dedicated his life to mining it and making yeah. sense of it. Totally. I mean, I mean, that's insane. I, yeah, I feel like I would, too. I mean, if I was like Tolkien's son, like, you sure. know, and rifling through all of his paperwork, because I mean, like, it, it's probably like a treasure trove. Like you're yeah. like looking through all the paperwork and reading all the things and you're like literally searching for buried treasure because right. I'm sure everything you read was like just so interesting. He's like, wow, this can make a good book. I mean, that that that, that must have been so cool. Yeah. Doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That that might make a great documentary or a uh you know a book about the person's life or something sure Didn't they already do a tolkien movie am i crazy they did but it wasn't like about that though N- no it was it just was... like about his early life like in the uh, war and r- stuff right? right 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 yeah i haven't seen it yet yeah because obviously i'm not that much of a tolkien fan that's not true <sighs> i love it um so what are we talking about? <laughs> so we're talking about episodes four and five. Oh right, these so are, um, um, these are good. These were some good episodes, I thought. Well, and the one thing that's remained consistent is just the awe-inspiring visuals. Oh my god, so much money! 
Just so, uh, just so much money. That's so just going to be the running theme. Of just it, there's just so much money. <sighs> These are our general thoughts. So much money. Wow, wow, we wow. Yes. Um. I guess we could speak generally about about both episodes and then kind of Sorry. mine each one a bit deeper. Mm-hmm. But um, as the dwarves would. Where do you do you feel like there is a a momentum now to the story that perhaps wasn't I there to begin with? Certainly think so, and I it, it's like it's like a whiff of momentum. It's like there mm. there is a um it it is interesting that we are like you know what past the halfway point now, right? Uh, yeah, and it feels like uh. Which, you know, I mean, in a new, well, new to at least some people, um, sprawling universe. Um, that being said, it's a sprawling universe, um, but it, it, are we, you know, technically not new to us, but like right. it is new to us because it's like, it's, you know, since when we have, when we saw it, when we last saw it in Lord of the Rings, it was many, many, many years later. So it is vastly different than it was in Lord of the Rings movies. So it might oh, as sure. well be Thousand, a yeah, thousands of years different yeah. sprawling universe. So a lot of exposition, introducing a lot of characters, <laughs> yeah. and a lot of just like the way things are, you know, right. like up until this point kind of situation with like little dustings of where we might be going in the show. Um uh, you know, nothing can kill a show like too much exposition, and I don't Fine. think that they've done that, which is good. But it's I, I am very much ready to to now that we feels like we've got our main players. Um, even though we still don't have Sauron yet, it feels like. Uh, I know everybody's asking. Like, there's five different characters who could be Sauron at where this point. Where is Sauron? where are you? Yeah, I, I I does feel like um we are starting to take off. Yeah, the the yep. the actual like you know moving plot has begun would you agree yes i would um especially with this last episode i think i would say my my one qualm qualm uh and this won't really matter to people who who aren't as uh rigid about the the tolkien lore sure is is how much they've compacted the time the second age yeah Yes, it is very very tight, and I understand why they're doing it, and I think ultimately it will it will serve this story well. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, you know, in like the Lord of the Rings movies, did it too. I think that the goal though yes. is for it to, uh, to have it make you know, uh, you're like have it make sense, I guess. Because in the Lord of the Rings yeah. movies, I was just like, yeah, that all checks out for me, and it's still a really fun ride, and beautiful to look at and emotionally gripping. Um, and and I think, I think the reason I say that is because there's one, there's one kind of overarching plot line that uh, regarding like the Numenorians and their distrust oh. and, and outright disdain for elves. Right. And the Kingsmen. And we do, we do get an explanation for it. I just, yeah, I don't think it's a rich enough explanation, and it's yeah. it's certainly not as rich as was offered up by Tolkien, uh, in the Silmarillion. Sure, uh, 
and elsewhere. But the reason for, I mean, we talked about it on the last episode. It feels that, like there's like a very like, they took our germs. <laughs> but there's a lot of things they simply can't talk about. Right. Like they, there's so much material they cannot use. But what's odd about that, though, is that they, even though that is the case, they're, they're still like t- talking about Silmarillion stuff here and there. And it's they confusing. are because. It's like, wait, but what, be, uh, what things right. do they have or don't they have? I'm because confused. in the appendices to Lord of the Rings, the Silmarils and Numenor, all of that is is briefly talked about in, sure. in the Lord of the Rings appendices. But there's uh, even some stuff, and I'm trying to think of an example, that, that are not in the appendices and are only in the Silmarillion. And they still I, mention I, them. I'd be curious to know what that is because – yeah, because I remember legally they're oh, not man. allowed to do it, but well, maybe they're I mean, I, maybe they're being given a case by case. That's kind of what I'm basis, thinking. But... I'm thinking that there's like certain they're like, hey, listen, like, can we just have this one thing? And they're like, oh, fine, but that's it. No more than that. But well, they're, and they're... I'll be curious to see if the Tolkien estate going forward, uh, as this moves through several seasons, if the Tolkien estate loosens up and. Well, yeah, maybe it, it gives them the ability to do it. But. Could be. I mean, I, I wonder if it depends on um, the reception and, you know, if, if it, like, is received well. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm hoping. I, I think that if I had a, um, a, a, I don't know, a note or something, because, um, you know, we are, you know, almost, what, five hours into this show so far. Yeah. Um, I haven't felt. No, that's not true. I just well, so I'm trying to think of like how I felt. Because you know, like in the storyline, like if we're comparing this to Lord of the Rings, which I know is not fair, but I mean it's mm. fair because it, you know that's what we're. Yeah. It, yeah. It's literally in the title, Lord of the Rings. Of the Rings. Yep. <laughs> so they are comparing themselves to it. Um, that like these last five episodes would have been like. The Fellowship of the Ring, kind of. We're we're like nearing the end of the Fellowship of the Ring, I think. Mm. If we're gonna if we're gonna pretend that this is like three films, but just yep. spread over to, you know, a ton of episodes, um, I think maybe the first season will be kind of like the Fellowship of the Ring, and it ends with some cathartic battle or something like that. But yeah. um, yeah. I I guess my I, I was just trying to compare myself like how I felt like in the middle of the film and if i granted i saw those films when i was what right before college i think it was 2001 to so it was a little more impressionable back then but um i think i felt a little i think that i felt a little more uh emotionally engaged with the characters than i do in this show so far that being said i have been very moved by you know certain people's performances and their stories like um uh oddly enough like um what's her face um oh gosh the best friend in um uh the harfoots um oh um poppy no what's her name uh is it start with a p yeah she she, she sings the song oh you're right yeah it's just like um uh like hearing her um it is such a brief moment but like seeing her um reacting to her family's um demise or whatever it was so yep. sad um 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I, I like I and now I'm like I'm fully rooting for this for this girl. She's so sweet. And then also I um I will say that I am very emotionally connected to um Elrond and Durin's Well, was it Poppy? Poppy. Yeah, yeah I think it is yeah, Poppy. Yeah, yeah, Did I say Poppy? <laughs> I can't remember. No. no. Um Pippy, Poopy. Um so yeah, I, I um but yeah, I love their relationship. I think it's very, uh, it's it's super endearing and sweet. Um, and yeah, I'm rooting for them and like kind of fearing where because it looks like there might, I don't know. I, I I that's that's a long long general answer, but um, but generally I like it and I'm having a great time watching it. And just for the like you said for the visuals alone, it's just very exciting to see. Yeah. Uh... I, 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 because of the condensed nature of things that I was referring to, and mm-hmm. and the supposed animosity between Numenorians and and elves, right? I am struggling a little bit with how how they got how there. quickly Galadriel is able to get Muriel and the Numenorians on board with uh, sailing to Middle Earth and yeah. helping uh, Halbrand. I, I take think back I, the, uh, a seat like and I get I get that taking out Sauron is in everybody's best interest. Certainly. But, although but they're really setting up Numenor. And they're really setting up Numenor's people to be. Uh, I, I, I can't it's it's hard to wrap around how quickly they are convinced that steps up that that sailing to Middle Earth is a good idea after. I think that she's the setup be- because she is kind of like a closeted faithful person. Yes. Um, she uh, she believes, you know, in the Valar, and she yep. also fears them too. Yep. And she has been made fully aware that, um, you know, especially with the visions that she's been the having, visions, right? Yes. Uh, and she has been made aware that, like, if the the petals of the tree were to ever fall that yep. the Valar were like, Hey bitch, listen, or yep. <laughs> this is not going to go good for you. So I think when she saw that, like, like, you know, it, it I think it's major, major fear that, you know, they didn't, she didn't really say anything, but I, you can kind of see it in her face for sure. At least. And knowing the, um, you know, the, uh, uh, the background of that and I, maybe maybe that i i wonder i'm not sure because she did she kind of made that aware i think in the sh- she made it w- us aware of that in the show itself but like i think within um the lore we know that like the falling of the the white petals are is a like a yep. very bad yep. omen so yep. um i think that it was pretty clear but yes it, it did happen fairly fast like it might have been like um it might have been nice to see like some like the conversations after that that led to her going like, okay, everybody, let's all get in some boats yep. and get out of here. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. And then that... I'm surprised at the sheer number of Numenorians who sign on to it, and and they are yeah. setting up the factions with Farazon very early on. Mm-hmm. We knew this was coming. That Farazon is kind of stoking the fires of distrust yeah. for and the he's elves super he's super fine with her leaving because he's like yes. you know if she doesn't come back oh no i have to right. be the king now that's so sad <laughs> and i wonder so generally speaking in the history of the second age 
mm-hmm. the the collapse of Numenor happens over a long period of time, and yes, uh, but the Elendil the, and the and, uh, actual like literal collapse and like into the sea that doesn't take very no, long. No, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the deterioration of it, the civilization, yes, and the um the the, the, corru- the, the just corruption the corruption of it. I mean, I, I guess wonder... it was fairly corrupted by the time Sauron like. He he was just taking what, advantage what, of that's an already a, yeah, corrupt system. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But I wonder because of the condensed nature of this show, uh, we we know Elendil and Isildur and and their followers, and this is true to Tolkien's writings, sail mm-hmm. from Numenor and establish kingdoms in Middle Earth. Right, and, and they take because the, they're leaving uh, now from the tree with them. right. I wonder if because they're leaving now, I wonder if they ever return to Numenor or if the if the uh, the collapse well, begins to happen while they're off fighting for Halbrands. I don't think so. I think that they will come back only because uh well, I, I I yeah, I get your I get your thought because they are condensing so much. It's it's possible. I think that what we'll know. we'll know, um we'll have a pretty big hint if um Isildur randomly like shows that he has a sapling from the tree with him, you know, cause that's a very big like thing. Um, in fact, I'm trying to remember if it was a Sildur or if it was his, if it was his dad, Ellen deal. Um, well, at least one of his people, it could have even been one yep. of his, but yeah, they, they take a sapling from the plant or from the plant, from the tree, um, to middle earth and establish right. minister and put it up there. So I, I, um, I, I'm I'm curious if like once they get there and once back. they once they fight for the Southlands and all of all of which is seemingly going to take a long time to do. And you know why I also think that they're going to go back because the Palantiri, um, the Palant the Palant Palantir Palantir, um, showed the future and um, and it showed her being there to sort of like like win the waves. And I know it's like. Potentially only a possible future, like you know, if you know, if yeah. such, such and such is not met, then dupa dupe. But like that's maybe that that that's to be determined. It might be a a future that cannot it it will happen regardless of what you do. In fact, the uh um her seeing the future um is maybe part of a driver that puts sets in motion exactly what's what is going to happen regardless. Um. Yeah. And and whether it happens to her or not, I I think it, I don't know if her dream is to be interpreted as it's going to happen exactly that way, or if she's even there when it happens. I wonder if it's just more maybe a larger metaphor for what's going to happen. Very possible to that kingdom if she if she doesn't steer them the right way. But yeah, the whole like like baby naming like ceremony that they're having beforehand. Yeah. I know that there there's some kind of symbolism going on there. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it is yet, but um, but it just could be as simple as that. Like that's 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 the moment it all goes down. But I um, but yeah, I I think that they will go back because we have four more seasons after this, and yep. I think that they're not gonna to get rid of Numenor that fast. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna get rid of Numenor that oh, fast. Oh, you just don't I, think that they'll ever come back. But I'm also thinking about what. Elendil and Isildur end up doing in Middle Earth, which is establishing Gondor and Arnor, and right, and that takes a generation. So sure, I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of like uniting of the men, like in Middle Earth first, maybe, yeah. 
Yeah. And then they'll go back to Numenor, and then Numenor is about to fall. They'll be like, okay, we're going to go back to Middle-earth where they like us. And then, you know. Because, um, yeah, even like um, Farazan says like he wants to like set up trade and yeah. all this boobity bap. I, 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 I think that they'll I think that they'll go back. Yeah, because they they basically um uh the um all the faithful you know as they call them um that live like on the west side of Numenor, um they, I mean from what I understand I mean at least most of them if not all of them get on ships and go with, um, Elendil yep. and Ar- Ar- not Aragorn um Isildur Isildur yep so, um. So I imagine they're gonna go back to get them. Be like, hey guys, let's let's uh, let's get out of here before this yeah. gets not great. Um, but uh, but oh man, that vision was spectacular. I was like, this yes, is only a whiff so. of what it's gonna be like. Oh my god, I love you know I love a disaster movie. <laughs> sure. So like a Lord of the Rings disaster movie, give it to me. I want Fine. it. Very biblical too. Totally, yeah. yeah getting, and of course, getting... you know, um, Tolkien claimed he was not a man of, uh, you know, making allegory. But I was like, come on, Tolkien. Yeah, he, yeah. And you don't get you. You're not best friends with C.S. Lewis. Yeah, they're, you guys. They're, 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 come on. Yeah. Or at least taking inspiration. It, it doesn't have yeah. to be allegory so much as very, very heavy inspiration. <laughs> Super, super based, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, the, the visuals for that are are awesome. Okay, Very so cool. another component, and I'm kind of dancing around the summary here, You're but dancing. I I, 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 I like the idea. I didn't of know you were such about, a great dancer. Well, you don't know me then. <laughs> um, but I kind of like talking about. Are they, you they've wearing neatly a Middle Earth this. map on your shirt? I am. Ah, I love it. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Where'd you get that? A friend brought it back from New Zealand. Fucking cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I want to go. Let's go. I do, too. All right. Great. Inside the Tauntaun on location. <gasps> that would be dope. In Hobbiton. That would be awesome. That would um, be very cool. But the, the show is, because, because there is so much ground to cover, it is neatly arranged in different segments. And uh, so we've kind of talked about, to start the show, we've talked about Numenor and Numenor. and and going back to Middle Earth and so on. Another aspect I think the show is actually nailing mm. is orc culture. Yeah, yeah, the, and it, it might actually be the thing they're doing get, best right now. Potentially, yeah, because it, it is the it is the deepest we've we've gotten yeah. into their kind of like camaraderie and uh like like they have like a reverence for like they're dead and stuff like yeah. it, it is very very compelling and interesting yeah because it's and not what you expect it's definitely it doesn't feel um it, it's like uh it's reminiscent of the lord of the rings but it's it feels it feels deeper yes and whereas in lord of the rings there were plenty of orcs with personalities and you kind of yeah. get to see some of it some of more of the infighting and right. hierarchy but here you get to actually see 
dare I say, compassion. <laughs> Here we go one again, another. Dino. Here we go oh again. Oh, my God. I'm referring to what's happening in the show. Now <laughs> how I feel about it. We're going to feel sorry for the bad guys. I don't feel bad for orcs. <laughs> at but all. no, I completely agree with you because it does. It like it it, it just uh, it adds that extra special flavor, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can see what they're trying to do. Totally. Uh, and uh, and I mean, I don't I don't give two craps about orcs dying like, no. uh, but i do think it's interesting that they're they're giving us that perspective so when yeah, we do they're... get those trademark large-scale lord of the rings battles that it's not a bunch of faceless grunts against right yeah they all like know. apparently care for it's civilizations kind Maybe. of against each other I, I suppose yeah totally uh which then brings us to adar and we're getting mm-hmm. Very slowly, we're getting uh, a clearer picture of who and what Adar is. Yeah, and and it, I I it's I guess the jury is out whether or not he is Sauron, but it's seemingly more likely that he's not. And and a a theory that I I quite liked mm. was that uh, Adar could Adar. very well Adar. Uh, could very well be the first orc. The first orc? The oh. first orc, because orcs were corrupted elves. Right. Right. And we know he he was an elf at oh, one time. Oh, I never time. heard that. That's that's I mean I mean, yes he is still, but and, yeah, maybe he like And Morgoth took the orcs and twisted them. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, because he, he looks like he's kind of burned and mangled a little bit, so like perhaps right. he he had been like he he was like being turned into an orc, but maybe not. They didn't make the full trans transition, I guess potentially. Right, and he and he refers to the part of me that can still feel the sun will miss it. Ugh, that's so sad. Yeah, he's a very they they're setting this up to be quite a a tragic character, a very bad character, but also if if it's anything I knew you'd approaching love this guy, <laughs> I knew you'd love this guy. Well, yeah, because. There's there's a there's layers to it. Yeah, man. to see him like 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 you know like you know he seemed fairly teary eyed over this like one dead orc you know right and like uh gave him you know quote unquote mercy by like killing him quicker um and and I'm buying the idea of him perhaps being the first orc uh. I mean, or or the are, calling are tw- him father too. Would right, be, that's, you know, it's like I birthed right. these other right. orcs. So I wonder. I it uh, it paints a better picture for me of why he would let uh, Arondir go. God, I wonder if he was like part of the, like you know, like he helped Morgoth, like create the. The orcs. Maybe. And and someone suggested maybe he's, you know. Like, he's like, hey, I got an idea that'll really, like, give you some, a lot of really cool minions, you know. You just got to do this and that to the elves, and it, and it makes orcs. <laughs> well, and, and I wonder. I, I, I wonder what his relationship with Sauron is. If, if, right. Well, if and, he is, if, if he is hunting for this this hilt right for sauron or for his 
I his own s- purposes. And because, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to it in a second, yeah. Waldrig, the, um, the, the creepy bar owner who- Oh, right. Who is kind of a devotee of Morgoth and, right. by, and by extension, Sauron. He's a survivor. He's when gonna he, make it. When he confronts Adar in, uh, in partings, mm-hmm. or is encountered- in an encounter with him, and he he says, "You are Sauron, aren't you?" And he's like, "Adar has a very interesting reaction to it. I don't know what to make of it. It, was it felt almost aggressive like, to me. It felt aggressive, and, 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 and like he didn't like it. And he, yeah. So I wonder if there's well, it, it, there there's a few there's a few things. Um, I I'm not sure that he didn't necessarily. So Sauron, I know, I at least from the books, I remember that the um that like Sauron himself and like his minions that like surround him don't use his name. Fine. Like they don't speak it. They don't write it down. Right. Like, like how dare you use my name? You know what I mean? Like it's a, uh, I can't remember exactly why that is. Um, uh, cause it's like, uh, I, maybe it's because it was like a given name as opposed to like his, like, Uh but I, I, um, you know, kind of how like Morgoth is to um, Melkor, um, right? Right. So, um, and for those of you that are following along, Morgoth was Melkor or is Melkor, but yes, like right. the people of Middle Earth called him Morgoth. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I'm. It's, it's still possible that he could be Sauron, and he's just like, don't you use that name in my presence, you bitch! You're, you're not worthy yeah. to use that name. And, um, or, um, he also said like, what was it in the, um, but I guess it was this last episode. He was basically saying, um, or was it the year, the episode before that? Anyway, he, um, uh, you know, he was like, what are you basically asking? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like, you know, I'm not a God yet. You know what I mean? Yep. In so many words. So like either he wants to become a God uh well i mean i think that's pretty clear that he does want to become a god but i i'm wondering if either he's been promised that he was going to be like gifted the the powers of a god Mm -hmm. or um uh and like you know like from a higher power that being sauron potentially like saying hey if you help me acquire the sword acquire uh, the sword and do whatever Corrupt yeah. the Southland. You Gather make, all make the, the Southlands our home. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put you really high up on my list. So, which you know, common manipulation tool. Um. Uh. But I I it's it's either that or or he is Sauron and he's just like you know like he's lost some of his powers because of the last you know um the since Morgoth is gone now he's like kind of lost his uh his his higher up so now he needs to find another source of power or something um i will say though that um with the blade you know they found um they found that mural or or um carving on the wall in the tower Mm -hmm. you know that showed like the the blade being like driven into what looked like think it was a man i could be wrong but um uh and they're like talking as if it's like a key hmm. and i i mean you know, again a lot of this is not in the book so this is all like new fun stuff um right. 
uh, and this tower originally was made by the men who are faithful to Morgoth. Right. So this I'm Osterith, right? Yes, right. Um, which apparently found out is on the south side of Mordor, mm. um, south western side of Mordor, mm-hmm. um, and um. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm, I'm wondering if maybe it's like, uh, um, there because we've already found out that the, uh, that the sword reacts to like blood, like being sort of sacrificed to it. You know, it like gives it more power. So I think that that's like kind of what the, what the, what the, what it's depicting. It's basically saying like, if you give me a full, like, a full sacrifice, like killing some being with it will unlock such and such, you know, you fill in the blank. My guess is that it, it literally unlocks, um, you know, the full, the full might and power of Sauron or something like that. Like, I think that, uh, because it's not, it's not the, um, you know, it's not the first time that we've heard of Sauron, like attaching his like power and being like imbuing his power and being into an object. Sure. Um, so, you know, maybe they're trying to say that the sword, like, holds either a portion of his soul or, or you know, maybe all of his soul is in this sword. I am not sure. Or maybe well, it's th- just literally a key to, uh, you know, a chamber where he is being kept. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think another interesting component, and it goes back to what uh, Adar says about w- missing the sun— and yeah. it immediately goes, it sounds like part of the the plan here is to extinguish it. Right. And that, that yeah. falls very much in line traditionally with what Morgoth did with the, the two trees. Sure. And just extinguishing light. So uh, perhaps, perhaps if that's the case, then... Um, it could, if it's a key to unlock something, maybe they're going to, um, they're going to give a little bit of extra lore to how Mount Doom erupts for the first time. Well, maybe not the first time, but, um, like how it like becomes like a spewing magma mess, um, uh, that perhaps like it's quite literally like the evil of Morgoth being like spewed out onto the land, and like the the key to unlock it is this, right? This blade, um, like yeah, maybe they'll go down into the mountain and like do some kind of sacrifice. Somebody's gonna die, and then the Mount Doom explodes, and then right. That would be a pretty dope finale. It sure would to be the show. That would be very, very exciting to see. Um, yeah, I like that. That's neat. Um, and then, uh, so that's kind of what's going on in the the Southlands. I think it's down in the south. There, I mean, obviously, episode six, we're setting up a fight for Osterith. Yeah, and, and uh, Deer and Bronwyn are are leading these refugees and and I think it's kind of interesting we don't component. think that, that that we don't think that that battle is going to be like the end of like it is that that's not like the end of the arc for season one is it I mean no we'll have two episodes afterwards so right well I mean I, we're, we're, we're just assuming that the battle is going to happen next episode we don't really necessarily know that right but 
I, I think it will end with with uh, the Numenorians showing up and and perhaps perhaps episode eight is a is a you know a grander battle. Right. I I couldn't tell you where this is gonna. I know. I'm 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 excited about that because it does feel like a big question mark. Like you you would think with a a known story, but I mean it's not a known story. But I mean like at least where it ends, you know, uh, sure. thousands of years later, you'd think you'd kind of have an idea. You're like, oh, I bet you this is where it's gonna go. But honestly, I I really don't. Um, uh, I think it's pretty clear that um. No, I I guess nothing's super clear. <laughs> I, I I was uh um I know they were talking about the the tower and they were gonna like it, it kind of sounds like they're like they're gonna topple the tower maybe on top of the people or something. Did you get that possibly. sort of yep. idea? Yeah, possibly. yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, and I do think it's interesting. They're also sowing the seeds of discord within the villagers, and mm-hmm. and you know Waldrig is kind of one of the ringleaders of. Yeah, it's like a fifty-fifty split. Yeah, of people loyal to to Morgoth. And of course the people that were like, you know, faithful to Morgoth are like, you know, bit off more than they could chew and they're yeah. like, Oh no, we made the wrong choice. Yeah. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Um but yeah, we didn't get to see that death. I know that this is like a relatively like, you know, PG thirteen show, but like yep. uh it is curious that we didn't get to see how that ended up, which makes me wonder if it actually, if, if he died or not. Um, sure. Or maybe he just wanted to see that he was willing to do it. And then he's like, all right, that's good. Kind of like, um, again, another allegory, um, to was it Cain and Abel. Yeah. Yeah. That yep. sort of thing. Um, yeah. Um, it's cool. Oh, as far as the, the, uh, Harfoots go. Harfoot. We oh, talked yes. about a little bit. Uh, oh they, yes, they've had quite an adventure over two episodes, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not sure we're necessarily closer to figuring out who the stranger is, but especially, I mean, especially in partings, um, or it, it is in partings, that uh, we have a moment where, yet again, we know this 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 man is imbued with incredible power and. I, I, I've seen nothing to suggest it's not maybe Gandalf. Feels but very wizard-like. And feels very wizard-like. If there, you know, if it isn't Gan, I mean, we've said this before on the show, but like, if it's not Gandalf, they are very like like hardcore misdirecting, like because they per- very purposefully yep. are hinting at Gandalf. Um, Again, just just by his relationship with the Harfoots. Yeah, it, exactly. Um, more than anything. And you know, who knows? I mean, we, it could if it ends up being a different um, a different wizard. Um, you know, this could this relationship between the Harfoots and the wizard might in, eventually inspire. You know, Gandalf's relationship with uh, with the Hobbits, but um, we'll see. But yeah, I. Um, uh, I I very exciting. I'm, I'm I you know because we haven't seen a whole lot of magic on the show yet, but I was like yep. I I I the depiction is pretty cool, um because it doesn't feel, um, I don't know it feels fairly grounded like it's not because like you know like in the Lord of the Rings they didn't really show like 
there wasn't a whole lot of like it didn't feel <laughs> the difference between like Harry Potter where there's like you know zappy things shooting out of people's like yep. wands and stuff like that it just it feels very like almost natural um like like they're controlling the elements you know in order to um uh like you know you see gandalf like riding on the horse like directing the sunlight to hit the orcs you know um right. uh and in this you see him like freezing water to sort of like heal his arm um like hitting the earth to like send a shock wave um it all it, it kind of feels a little um uh, a little uh avatar-esque <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah it's 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 cool i like i like the depiction of magic so far and there hasn't been a whole lot of it and i want to see more and i feel like we will which is cool um but yeah i um uh then we got these these um weird like white robed people that are kind of yes. like um they they i'm getting kind of like religious vibes from them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like religious zealots or something you know like um like perhaps they're um you know again i don't remember this in the books or anything but like they could be like followers of morgoth or, yeah cults to morgoth yeah uh-huh and they they saw the star fall they're like "Ooh, we better go we better go check this out but um interestingly enough um i um i went in my research online um somebody had pointed out that uh on one of the one of those characters shields i think it was like a like mm. shield like mm-hmm. on the back side of the shield was the depiction of that same um uh what's it called star um yeah constellation yep that he like showed them um and that's in this the little book um which is interesting so a, yeah either either so yeah it's either they're they're um maybe like worshippers of morgoth or they uh you know like have a higher understanding of um you know uh iluvatar and mm-hmm. like you know how he works and stuff and they like know that this this constellation is super special because of who knows what and they um maybe they it was like uh they it was foretold that you know in time of great need that they would send that he would send um you know wizards helpers to right. come and they're like there to sort of be like um the welcome committee or something but they right. they they gave off pretty evil vibes to me though very much so right yes it's spooky very spooky uh i i do love to go back to the heartfoots i i i do love uh how dangerous the world is to them and yeah they're so fragile i think honestly they're probably the ones i'm most emotionally connected to at this point and i think that's no I, i'm not sure i saw yeah I, i'm not sure i saw that coming necessarily but well it's uh, i think in a story a grand story like this where there's magic and knights and like all these like whimsical crazy things you need a a very grounded like character that like you know i think that i think that honestly even though we have like literal humans in the show like i think a lot of us can relate more 
to the Harfoots and the Hobbits yeah. than anyone else because they're, yeah. they're the most ordinary. Yeah. No, I you agree know. with that. Uh, not saying that we're ordinary because we're not. We're like we're super not, not ordinary. <laughs> not remotely ordinary. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I think most of us can uh, um, like say that we, you know, haven't, um, you know, been on some crazy like quest to fight yeah. a dragon and you know steal a ring and do all these crazy things that they end up doing and, and that was such a sweet moment between um uh the, the stranger and nori oh where yeah. where where she tells she he, she's just describing the difference between good and peril and, yeah he's like and, oh i'm peril he's like, i'm no, peril no, 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 she's like no. no you no, you're you're good he's like i'm good okay sure i'll be good like yeah. it's like as if he like and I, it's it's cute it was really really cute because i mean i don't think that he it um uh and when he said i'm peril like i i think that some people might have um construed that as him like you know saying that he's evil but i don't think that's the case i think that he was just like saying yeah. that he's dangerous because i mean that is true because yeah. he you know doesn't know his own strong and doesn't yeah. he's still kind of like you know um I think that yeah, because he he um, he's this like uh, spiritual um, immortal creature right. that has been put into this mortal body, and right. like um, <laughs> not quite like it. But my first thing that came to mind is the freaking um, uh, Men in Black. You know <laughs> the character Sugar. Sure, water. <laughs> like, oh he's just not really sure how to walk or talk or do anything because right. it's like, what right. is this weird human skin that I'm in? Um, right. Yeah. And like speech and talking and everything is new. Um, yeah. I think it's very, very cute that he's like fairly quickly picking up on what the hell's going on. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where that relationship goes. Uh, let's move over to Kazadoom. Ooh, yeah. Uh, super interesting. I, I think what these two episodes have done well, uh, they're really fleshing out the dwarves in a, an interesting way. And Yeah, very much so. There's a very specific moment I'm thinking of. Um, uh, and this, 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 I mean, like, I mean, I, I think it's a material that they've, they've given him great material, but like, I, I, I really do enjoy, um, this actor's depiction of Durin. He's like, He's yes. funny, he's likable, really, really fun. Yes, very much so. And uh, there's a, the moment I actually really enjoy is when Princess Disa is... She's doing an amazing job, too. She is, she is. And she's she's kind of singing slash wailing. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's when the, the miners get trapped. Right. Um and it's basically asking Aule to right. Elrond a, a, asks her what what is she singing, and she said it's a it's a plea to the rocks to to un you know to uh, to move themselves and to to free the trapped dwarves. <gasps> oh my god! I'm so glad you brought this up because it reminded me of something. Please go on. I'm putting a pen. No, in. <laughs> no, no, no. What, what does that remind you of? Okay, well, um, I got chills when I heard that this was the case, and I'm like, it, it's like that it. It, it's for for a huge Tolkien fan like to to very like 
you know, like it, it's uh it's it obviously isn't spelled out, but that you know, um, I think it was an inter- I I can't remember what the interview was, but um, uh, the the creators of the opening of the show. Did you hear about this? Like the 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 sand. Oh yes, things? yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all real. I mean, I think yes. I knew I I knew that because I had heard like you know that they were doing a lot of like very real expensive shit so i when i saw it for the first time i was like oh that's like legit sand that they're moving with sound waves that's very, yes. very cool yes it and they did that for the the uh the announcement trailer or like that you remember right. the uh yes. that teaser that was how i remembered i was just like oh yeah. this has to be real because of that with the well and with the fire they, they used kind of the molten uh the molten metal to, yeah, to create I that. Like, I mean, it was. Dang. What are you doing? That's so much. And then pouring money. water over it. Very cool. But there's uh there's a there's a reason for all of it. I mean, yeah, sure. We see like the nine rings or whatever. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what that is. And the you know and, and like there's symbols. You see that like a tree. You're like, okay, yeah, I get that. I get that. That that yeah. all checks out. But the um the overarching symbolism of it all um. The um, if you've read the Silmarillion, which basically literally is like the genesis of creation story, yeah, of the creation story of Middle Earth, um, you know, Iluvatar basically, you know, is God in this Iluvatar story. Is God, yes, yes, and he has his like angels, which are like um, uh, they're not called angels; they're the 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 Maiar and the Valar. They. Mm-hmm. Um, the Maya are the greater, the, are the the major and the the, uh, like the Valar are the minor, the lessers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones that are sent to Earth basically are the Valar, if I remember right. Is that right? Actually, let let me make sure I'm not getting that that mixed around. I know, same. It's been a second, but the more the more important part about it is is that in this in this like you know in the in the void you know they're there you know and. Um, the Valar are the greater, the Maya are the junior. There it goes. Okay, that's that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and uh, while they're there in the void, they start playing. They start making music, and through the making of the music, they create the Earth. Right. And uh, there's a dissonance in this music that is created by. Melkor, right. who's like M- one of them, Melkor, but it's just like I'm gonna do my own thing and make right. it he, dissonant. He writes his own chord, yeah. Yes, which basically imbues evil into the land, and um, uh, and and so this is quite literally a depiction, like you know, the symbolic depiction of sound, like moving earth, right? Um, like being the sand. So I was like, right. ah, what a cool, what a cool way to. To do that without like really spelling it out, you know. Right. I, I, well, and and <laughs> and how important song is, just uh, I mean, t- Tolkien incorporated it uh, all across his writings, and then yeah. in the visual reproductions and the movies. You think about, uh, uh, I think about Fellowship of the Ring. The first time, uh, it's the in the extended version when uh, Frodo and Sam have just left the Shire and they see the elves heading to the Grey Havens, yes. and they hear that song for the first time, and like, they're like. They're all singing Enya music, <laughs> right? But uh, you know, you're very right. Like the, it, these are all nods to the fact that music was literally responsible for the creation of the world. Yes, 
very very cool lovely yes. little 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 dash of color um it gives it so much more meaning because it, it, um, it looks cool i mean yes, it, it is it cool that they're able to do that with it but it has legit meaning which is nice uh i am enjoying uh durin and elrond's the, all their banter it's the, great. their banter is fantastic yes it's, it's it's a it's a great relationship and they have they have they, they 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 picked they picked good actors to play them but also like they um yeah it feels like they have been friends for many many years and and, and I, I i buy them as kind of the conduits to which the the elves and dwarves will work together uh, yeah we get an interesting piece of 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 lore when Elrond reveals the truth of why he shows up in Khazad-dûm. Yes. Uh, he's after Mithril, which uh, if if you're listening and you remember Mithril, it's because it's it's what the dwarves wo- wove. Uh, it's an unbreakable sort of... Uh, really freaking hard. Material. And super fucking light. Uh, and Frodo is gifted one that, that Bilbo had given him that he had gotten from, from the dwarves. And... It's here that Elrond reveals uh, the elves need it uh, to preserve their immortality. Otherwise, they need to leave Middle-earth Yeah, for good. Uh, ostensibly putting the fate of elven culture in Durin's hands. And I love that he Durin <laughs> loves this fact. <laughs> Can you say that one more time? You say that one more time. Oh, it's so funny. I, and, of course, this is not – I mean, the, 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 the light of the Eldor – Eldor? Eldar um, – is fading in the books that is that yes. is legit um yeah. that being said it's never really firmly stated that in order to preserve it they need mithril i don't that that right. is a new that is a new addition which i yes. honestly i think it's cool i i, I like the idea i don't the, yet understand why necessarily but well because it does like apparently give off its own magical light i guess sure. that it that lasts allegedly forever and and they're they're so they they um they have a depiction in it which is cool as hell i was like ooh, this symbolism is very cool that being said it is definitely not canon um at least as far as we're all as far as you know um uh tolkien nerds know um they they in the show they depict the um a silmaril being hidden in a tree on top of the Misty Mountains. Yep. Which is not true. Um, at least as far as we know. Right. Like, uh, as far as we know from the Silmarillion um, and the, you know, the Penances and all of the above, um, uh, one of them was, like, thrown into the sea. Um, another one was, um, like, of somebody, like, took it down with them, like, into, like, hot magma <laughs> yep. and then another one um turned into um was basically an Aaron deal like he turned into mm-hmm. a star like with the silmaril so like mm-hmm. we all with the and those are the three so we 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 pretty much know where all three of them ended up um doesn't mean that i guess like somehow one of them was found and then hidden again i guess that's possible but yep. my thought is that it could be just more revisionist history that like is it, it i i i have a i my thought is it, it, if they're if they're gonna try to keep the you know the lore as it was and not do any retcons and everything it might be just another misdirect by sauron 
that Sauron sure. is influencing them like like no 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 you really need this mithril shit because like it's gonna and it's possible that it actually is you know part of it is truth but it's really just a means to get Sauron from A to B because he needs them to right. forge these rings and well and I, and I was about to say will be forged in we do throw. get another we do get a great shot uh in linden of Celebrimbor's giant forge being yes. built and that's going to be very key because once mm-hmm. sauron realizes they have the capability to do this oh hey Celebrimbor. Like, oh you should you should you should make uh you should make three rings that'll be yeah. fun yeah you know that it's, mithril it's stuff you just got I can, some some have suggested Sauron's already there, and we just that's the, honestly that's kind of my thought. I buy too. that. I buy I, that because Kellermember like talks about um, like this project that he wants to do, and he says I need to have it done by next spring. Like it's a yep. really specific date. Why? Like this bitch has been influenced for sure. Like I, that's that's my guess. I think that that like somebody promised him something. And like it's very much like a like you know like like when you have like a contractor you like say hey if you get this done in this amount of time I'm gonna give you a bonus. Well, right, and and in Tolkien's writings, and I wonder if this is gonna be another departure, but in Tolkien's writings, the elves are able to resist once they realize what's going on. They right. are able to resist Sauron, and Sauron then goes to the dwarves, and then then goes right. to men. Yes. It kind of in that succession because things didn't work as out as he wanted with the elves. But I wonder You guys aren't playing nice. <laughs> I wonder if here they'll either stick to that, but since the dwarves are helping Celebrimbor build the forge, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's how he also attempts if that's also the that's reason he end. attempts to exert control over the dwarves. Yeah. As it well. kind of gets we'll his see. foot in the door, sort right. of. The I'll Star be curious to see what happens there. Yes. Uh, I believe yeah, that. Yeah, all the all the all the wheels are are turning now. I I it, it's funny. I, I'm kind of contradicting myself, but I I want it simultaneously to go faster and slower. <laughs> yeah, also same. I want totally. motivations to be to more. Make sense. I want motivations to make sense and be you know a little more drawn out and and extrapolated on. Yep. But I also want everything plot wise to move quicker. Speed. Up a little. So maybe maybe we are in a sweet spot, but yeah, but. yeah, I think so because it is it's very interesting. Um, because you know you have, well, I guess if you're doing the extended versions, four hour films, um, for the Lord of the Rings, and you feel like at least m- most all of if you know yeah most if not all of uh the you know everybody's um. I'm not sure what the word is. My brain. But yeah, you you feel everything is motivated, you know, for the most part. Yeah. And yeah. if it's not motivated, there's enough mystery there that like you fill in the blanks with your brain and that sometimes that's more fun. Right. Um yeah. I think in this case there 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 is a fair amount of that. Um um and it, yeah, I think that they're doing a fairly good job with it. And and I'll I'll kind of close this out with uh 
close it. Bear McCreary is doing such an unbelievable job with the music. Yeah, dude, it's so great. Especially with with how Partings ends when with the three Numenorean ships heading out, and and you kind of get the Gorgeous. Elven fanfare and the Numenorean fanfare kind of. They stretched that out for a reason. Yeah. They because like, yeah, oh, they're like this yeah. is gonna be very beautiful. This is gonna sound great. <laughs> it was very Howard Shore esque. Yes. While taking on a, a, an identity completely of its own, and definitely, I love I love that Numenor musically is expressed as kind of. Uh, uh, it kind of reminds me of Alexandria from 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 ancient times, where it has sure. the Greek, the the Greek, Egyptian, and Middle Eastern components mm-hmm. all shoved together. Definitely, uh, both visually and musically, and it's very very cool. Yeah, there's definitely, um, definitely Mediterranean um, and Middle Eastern. Yeah, you can hear all combined. those uh, French horns and that they, mm-hmm. it, which is reminiscent of like all their Gondor, Rohan yep. stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, it's they're they're doing a great job with that music. Yes. I'm liking it a lot. Um, she's well, fine. Well, fine, I guess. I don't know. There, <laughs> um, where, um, God, where do we go from here? Like, we, I'm sure there's some things that we we didn't cover, but I mean, we we got to a every corner of it thus far. But uh, for the most part, I, I think I think the next episode, the imminent, the imminent event will be the battle for Osterith. Assumedly. Assuming that's a battle at all. True. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I feel like... What refugees are capable of. But. I feel like they kind of need to fail, potentially. Like, yeah. not like like 100% feel like maybe they'll get some of those, you know, um, you know, some of those um, main characters out of there. Like, you know, yeah. there'll be like an escape thing happening or um, or not. You know, it might yeah. be super tragic because, like, for instance, the I like I was saying before, some sacrifice needs to be made. Yep. And it might be a really, really sad moment to lose one of those main characters. Um, yeah, I I don't foresee um those. Oh shoot, what are the, oh gosh, I've forgotten their names. The the added characters. Um. Oh dear, the uh the elf and the human female. Um, oh yeah. Uh- Aaron Deere and Bronwyn. Yes, thank you. Um, I don't foresee their their uh, characters having a happy end. No, no. If I not, if I had to guess, I think Bronwyn's gonna eat it. Oh, you think she's gonna eat it first? Yeah. I guess that's pretty fair. Maybe she's the one that gets sacrificed. Oh, that'd be so sad. Yikes. <gasps> Jeez. Well, we'll see. We'll effing see. She, she's she's gonna eat it performing some. Some heroic act. Really heroic act, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen in this next episode or not, but yeah, yeah I think I um, some sad stuff is going to go down. Because, yeah, yeah. It, they, they need to fail. In order for them, because uh, if, I guess they could, they could, you know, make a, you know, it's possible they might make a win and just, like, um, put a stall in Sauron's plans to make Mordor great again. <laughs> sure. Um uh, and so, yeah, they they may win and think that everything's cool, but then it's really not. Um, but my guess is that they're going to lose, if not like very completely, like at least partially enough that yeah. they're able to sort of keep moving on with their 
plans. And like the 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 sword is going to fall into their hands. I think that like they maybe they'll save everybody, but they're gonna get the sword, which is yep. like the yep. the worst thing that could happen potentially. Yep. That's my guess. Well. Um spoiler alert if it's right <laughs> preemptive spoiler alert yes right oh jeez, i'm excited though i love yeah, this sh- i love it i i really do i i, I don't i don't fully comprehend i don't fully comprehend the people that are just kind of refusing to like it i um oh i fully comprehend it it's uh it's uh they don't like anything that is remotely different from what they imagined it to be yeah yeah, just making reasons. Yeah, and 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 that's different than having little plot qualms here. Or yeah, because we I mean, like we talked we about talked before, about we both have that, but we yeah. still can. It's enjoy a show it. that's still finding its footing. Yes, yes, as most season ones do. Truly, With, I mean, we're really going to find out a lot about this show in uh, these last three episodes. Now that the table is kind of set for, you know, some larger some larger set pieces to take place. And Speaking we're, we're going to see that was a very funny. Yes. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> I really like table. that bit with Duran's table. Uh, very funny. But yeah, I, I think the, these last three episodes are going to determine what this show is capable of on a mm-hmm. much grander scale. And totally. And it'll either, you know, it'll swim or sink. Oh, I hope it swims. Mm. I really do. I, do I really do. I really am rooting for them. Yeah. Cause, um, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate that we have so many gatekeepers, but they do have a lot to prove. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I really want to prove that I'm wrong. I want them I know. all to be like eating their shirts, going like, "Oh God, it's it's a great show, damn it!" Yeah, which they will never do. But you're right, you're right. There's no way. I do think it's hilarious that they hate watch it though, because that's I a lot. Know. That's a lot of hours to hate something. You know, <laughs> it like, really is. It really is. What are you doing? <laughs> if you don't like it, then just stop watching it. Stop. <laughs> You sadomasochists. Ugh. People are people are funny. Well, all right. All right. Uh, we're going to have Alyssa back here shortly, and we're going to throw uh, some episodes of Andor at you, which, yeah. speaking of different Star Wars. Oh, man. Yeah. Little uh, teaser, but... Um, and it's just... It's, it's, like, really well acted. That's pretty great. I'm liking it's it It's really so well written and acted. Yep. Yep. So... We got a lot to talk about. Probably potentially four episodes to talk about at once. We'll see. Um, yes, we'll probably do what we've done here and and kind of guide you through the you know, kind of the larger storylines and then yeah we'll go from there. People with ADD will really enjoy our uh, yes because yes. it's going to we go lay all, it all out over the yes. place. We lay it all out. <laughs> all uh, right. Well, now well, do we Daniel, do? we we sign off. Well, I tell you what. First and foremost. If you're not uh, following us on Instagram, um, you should because uh, you're an idiot. You're just you're just silly. You're just a silly little goose. Um, but yes, also on pretty much everywhere else you can get um, social medias. Um, we are at Inside the Tauntaun Podcast. Is that right? Did I say that right? I think so. Um, that'd be really embarrassing if I said it wrong. But you need to follow us here because we do a lot of our announcements there. Um, at so Inside you, the Tauntaun on Instagram. At Inside the Tauntaun. Thank you very much. That's it. Um, but yeah, please follow us. And also, if you're not, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, like and subscribe because like every little, 
every little boop helps us. Um, Throw us some comments. Yeah, and also be a part of the conversation. If you like super agree with us or you super don't, let us know. Oh, I um, love talking to nerds. Uh, Daniel. Yes. So I just came across something on Twitter. You did? Just now? Um... I totally thought you froze. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm just confirming it as as we are here, as we are here right now, as we are here right now. Oh my God! Deadpool you... three <gasps> is set for September sixth, twenty twenty four. Oh man! Featuring Hugh Jackman returning as Wolverine. Oh my God! <laughs> oh. Of course, which is he so funny. Which is so funny because of their. If you're if their your social yeah their social media relationship is ridiculous. I'm sure they're uh, like, this is the he's like I'm not doing troll. it unless he's in it because like that's too that too is wonderful. So funny. I mean, I knew I the, cannot wait. Yeah, I knew they, they were rumoring that that Deadpool three was coming out relatively soon, but 2004 is kind of far. It says December. And and Ryan Reynolds says on on he released a video of him working out on on Twitter, and he says. Hard keeping my mouth sewn shut about this one. <laughs> Hilarious. That's funny. And that, oh, that that's cool. Yeah, that is very effing cool. That's very freaking cool. Well, that's cool. All right. Oh man, it's a good time to be a nerd. Yeah. If you're watching House of the Dragon, that got really good this oh, past weekend. God, yeah, really got good. real good. Yeah. Very There's very a lot of good cool. acting going on on TV right now. Very, very fun. And it's overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. All right, nerds. That's it. Um, uh, wh- 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 Alyssa usually does this. What do we do? Yeah, now? no. Well, I'll I'll do it. Okay, good. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> uh, this you know, is I'd inside. It up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is inside the Tantana podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Dino DeCandros. Oh, and I'm Daniel Dawson. May the force be with you always. Inside the Tantan podcast, please like and subscribe.